Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen with the Makers of Minnesota. And if you're like many of the entrepreneurs that I talk to, social media gives you a pit in your stomach. It's a chore. You don't like it. It's hard to figure out what you're going to post about. I'm telling you, I love it. I love it and I'm good at it and I will help you be good at it too. If you need help with your social media strategy or you just want someone to do it for you, I am your gal. I am taking on some new clients for 2021. And really, we need to get prepared because all of a sudden, business is going to start humming along again. And I would love to help you have new followers and new pairs of eyes on your accounts so that you are ready to take the world by storm. I can do press releases. I can help you have a public relations strategy. Or I can just simply help you do social media to get it off your plate so you are not dreading it every day. Feel free to reach out to me at shansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, Marketing at gmail.com and let me know how I can help you up your social media game in 2021. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and I am here to talk with someone who's doing cool things. There's a lot of cool things happening in the state of Minnesota these days, but the neutral, what are we calling it? Uh, we're calling them, Graham, um, so we call them nutraceuticals. There's a name for these, like, I'm talking with Graham uh, Petersburg, it's from Friendship Beverage, and you have a beverage that's called Chirp and a beverage that's called Junie, and everyone is getting into this fortified, healthy beverage business. So is there a name for the category? Well, really, just the lack of a better term would be functional beverage, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just the... Uh what I guess we would define it as. And that is talking about wellness, is talking about energy. It's kind of talking about all those kind of aspects that are better for you. It seemed like functional beverage. And thank you for reminding me that that was what it was called because I knew it was something. Functional beverages have come on the scene in the last like three to four years. But I'm wondering with COVID and the worry about people's health, is it really just an optimal time for you to get out there? Well, we launched... Uh, about one month after COVID really ramped up. So as a new product in a market, and we had two different brands to help help make it even more complex, we were asking people to come into the stores and discover these new brands and taste them. And one of the things, you know, if you're if your listeners check out our websites or our products, you can see our branding is all about, you know, being beautiful on shelf. And the problem is people weren't going into the stores, or if they were, they were grabbing what they knew they loved and getting out. Yeah, and so, panic buying, you know, as it were. Yeah, yeah, pantry stacking. Mm-hmm. So what you love is what you get. So the discovery was really hard. So yeah, the pandemic has been very, very, very tough. But we're also seeing kind of the tail end of it. And people are going to really be paying attention to wellness coming out of this and being proactive about it. And so looking at things like immunity and, you know, just other things helping with vitamins, you know, zinc is something that people have talked a lot about. That's in one of our beverages. So how did you get into this business? What were you doing before Grant? Well, I, um, I have a commodities brokerage company and we mostly work in oats. And because of that, we saw, you know, the, with the expansion of oat milk and specifically Oatly, it, it, it got so big so fast about three years ago. Oatly could not keep up with their demand. And so I was actually really interested in this. And since I was working in oats anyway, I started to dig into oat milk and seeing about the potential of getting into that market. Well, it was super thrilling, but it also got completely saturated very quickly. 
but in the process, I learned a lot about beverage and con, you know, expanded my contacts around in the beverage world in Minneapolis. And so that got me more excited. And the people I worked on the oat milk with helped me out on the water. And they were very excited about doing uh, water as well, specifically sparkling water. That's kind of what, what uh, my two partners really enjoy. <laughs> and you have two brands, you have Juni and you have Chirp. Do you want to describe the difference between them? I know one is the can and one is the juice. Yeah, well, Juni, we'll start with Juni. Juni is it's cut it's a still still beverage and it's got four different flavors right now and it's a combination of a fruit flavor and a functional ingredient. And so our immunity is mango turmeric. And so with that, we have, you know, the the grapefruit flavor, but we also have 600 milligrams of turmeric and and so we try to be we try to bring what we think is like actually levels that can make a difference, right? We don't want it to be lip service. We don't want it to be marketing. We want to actually be part of this wellness movement. So those are the things with Juni. Uh, with Chirp, it's a sparkling water with 50 milligrams of caffeine. And then we also have L-theanine in there, which it helps with not only the jitters of the caffeine, but also the uh, it also is something that people use for anxiety and some other different mental health issues like that. To go back to Juni as well, three of our four SKUs in Juni have 50 milligrams of caffeine as well. What is a typical cup of coffee in terms of grams of caffeine? It's about 80, 80 milligrams. Okay. So, so we are aiming, we are aiming for about half. And just, it's interesting that a lot of, you know, people were demonizing caffeine for a while, but caffeine does have a lot of health benefits, assuming that you, you know, use it in moderation, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I think energy, energy across the board is a super great tool but I think when, when we looked at energy drinks, they seemed to be focused on one thing, and that was max energy. Something that we like to keep in mind is hydration, and you want to drink these throughout the day so that you are being hydrated. You can drink them like a water and have four in a day, and it's like having two cups of coffee, and it helps you throughout the day as well. We also, you know, I think you need to be cognizant of, of your energy levels going up, but also coming back down. So if you go into your day and you're dragging after lunch at two o'clock, you go and have a latte. Well, at like nine o'clock, your eyes are still wide open and you're like, oh no, I need to get a good night's rest. Well, that's why we aimed for about 50 milligrams. So at two o'clock, that was my kind of go-to time, but I had to go home, rally with kids, dinner and bedtimes and doing the 50 milligrams got you through that but then allowed you to actually have a good night's rest as well. That's an issue for me. I drink coffee a lot and then I drink it too late in the day. And then I'm up all night thinking about who's getting the next COVID vaccination, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so you have your day job. Are you, are you still working both jobs now? Are you still doing commodities and your juice business? Yep. Yep. How do you balance that? Because a lot of people start out when they're makers with the side hustle and then the side hustle grows and they eventually try to either do both or leave or figure that out. How does it work for you? Like, how do you, what's an actual day look like? Well, you know, the first year was pretty, just pretty much mayhem. It would be all day, day job, all night, um, side hustle. And it was a lot of work. Uh, This year we've added some help on our financial side, so accounting and bookkeeping and, and stuff like that. And then also in our operations side, we've added another person 
who it's it's crazy. It's as if she's been part of the team since day one. She fit in so well. So that's been really great. She's helped out so much and it's taken some of that load off of my day to day. So who's your primary customer? Like, is there a store that is a good lifestyle fit for you? Is it health and nutrition? Is it grocery? Is it C-store? Yeah, you, I think I think we are looking at, you know, probably more natural channel grocery. That is probably our ideal customer. And, and that's, that's who I think is, is probably going to connect most with it. The thing that we're finding interesting about Chirp is it's, it's becoming kind of, uh, at least in the, in the organic reactions we're getting online, it's becoming just like this kind of fun, bright, kind of lifestyle beverage that people are excited to drink because they can drink it like a sparkling water but still get some energy. Yeah, it is very beautifully packaged. Who did you work with on design? Or can you talk to me about your design process? Yeah, so the design process where our designer is uh, Brad Searcy. He's in Minneapolis. And the design process was really coming back to like what a what a sparkling water should be with a little energy. You know, we don't want to be a red bull. We want to be a chirpy bird. <laughs> you know, we want to help you through your day. And so, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to do. We also know that as a new brand, to beat anybody on shelf, like you have to be able to be beautiful and stand out. So that was our number one thing when we were thinking about branding as well. It's just getting in there, getting on shelf and looking amazing. Are there brands that inspired you when you were getting ready to do your design? Like, can you think of someone where you were like, oh, that brand did it exactly right. And that's who we want to, you know, get cues from? What? That's funny. We actually got tons of cues from microbrews. And they are doing some of like the coolest designs out there. And so, you know, even just tiny local brands from all over the country, we would see in different design blogs or or different Instagram accounts. And they were just, it's just endless amounts of wonderful design out there. So yeah, I, I would say microbrews was probably our, our top thing we drew from. It's so true. I just, you see some of these cans and they're always innovating with flavors and just the way that they present. It's really quite incredible. Is it hard to get on a shelf right now for you in your space? Yeah. I mean, not only is it ultra, ultra, ultra competitive in a normal time, you know, looking at the COVID situation when people were pantry stacking and were buying only what they knew, you know, who wants to put new brands on the shelf when you're having a hard time getting people in the stores to buy the brands they know? And so, yeah, that has definitely been hard over the last year. But I think with our two brands, we are poised to come in out of COVID and offer really, really great wellness beverages to people that can support, you know, the future post-COVID world. When you look at Juni kind of more as a juice and you look at Chirp as the water, sparkling water, is the customer the same or is it different? Well, we look at Juni as a water, really. It is 98% water. It does have a little bit of fruit fruit uh, concentrate in there. But I, I would say the customers are not exactly the same, right? Juni is a little bit more of a challenge, right? For the consumer, it's asking you to take on a little bit more ingredients wise. And maybe, you know, depending on your knowledge base of ingredients, maybe you're taking a little risk on, on trying something new out. I think Chirp has a very low, uh, low bar of entry in that it's just a sparkling water with some caffeine, right? What at our original packaging, we, on Juni, we had the name of the brand or the name of the uh, flavor, which 
would be like immunity, right? And then it would say mango plus turmeric. What we're doing in our newest design is actually adding on the actual amount of ingredients and everything that's in there. So think of like an RX bar on yeah. a very sm- small, a small amount of information like that. Not not the whole packaging, but just in in uh, giving everybody as much detail as possible. That's smart because that consumer wants to pick that up and get that information quickly. I think that's why that RX bar has done so well because they're not, I mean, they're fine, but they're not from a taste perspective, like that much better than everything else. It's just that it was so clear what it was and people were really looking for clean ingredients at that time. And it was just something quick, you know, while you're standing in the aisle waiting to check out, you could throw it in your, in your basket and give it a try. It was low risk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you might as well be transparent. The consumers are so smart and so savvy. They're going to find out what's in your products anyway. So just tell them. When you talk about that Chirp and Junie are really poised to come out of COVID, what do you do? Do you sample the heck out of everybody? Do you set up outside grocery stores? Do you go and do events and caravans of giving everybody cans to turn them onto it? How do you come out of a pandemic in order to hit the ground running? Well, I mean, I have been dying to do sampling. (laughs) I've never had a chance to. So yeah, I think that is absolutely number one on our list to get in those stores and start doing sampling. And beyond that, it's just really having a marketing push that can drive people into stores as well as our, our, our website, which we offer. You can buy direct from us as well. So it's been so hard because you know you don't have as many levers to pull as you typically do in a marketing year i think too most people don't realize that a lot of the sampling that goes on in grocery is pay to play so do you put a budget together for that and then hire a sampling company have you gotten down that road yet yeah in fact you know as we tried to do everything we could during covid we hi- we did a virtual sampling which was in the aisle with our products with our products out on a small table with someone talking to people, but they still couldn't try it. They would just learn more about the products. And I mean, it was okay, but it didn't really, you know, move the lever, but yeah, we definitely had to, uh, we had to pay for that. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's, it's a big, it's a big investment to get those things uh, rocking. And then will you have like some sort of offer that goes with it? I know that usually can, if you have sampling, that's one level. And then if you can have an offer or a price point that usually will push the next lever. Oh, absolutely. Yep. 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 How much do you got retail for? Retail will be, uh, we're going from, so we had chirping an eight pack for a while. And we're going to soon be going to a single and it's going to retail for $1.99 for a 12 ounce. And then Juni is going to be $3.99 for a 16.9 ounce. And is C stores even a possibility down the road or is that like a whole different brand story? I don't think it is. I, I mean, the way I look at this right now is we launched last April. We survived COVID, you know. We're, we're in good shape and we're poised to go to the next the next chapter, but it's almost like we are relaunching and we actually have a chance here to properly launch a company in a normal market where we can do normal you know marketing and or traditional. I don't know what you want to call it at this normal. Point. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, in that regard, everything's you know it's still on the table. You know, we want to, but we also want to grow this company thoughtfully. When you think about your five-year plan, like who are your competitors in your five-year world? Well, five-year world, one of the biggest for Chirp would be Limitless. And Limitless is about four years old now. And after two and a half years, they were bought by Keurig Dr. Pepper. 
And um, so, of course, that's intriguing, right? But um, we still have some work to do before we get to that level. And with Juni, it's it's more interesting because Juni is doing its own thing, right? There there are some crossovers where you have a little bit of kombucha. You also have a little bit of more like the still drinks like Bai or Hint. But we're doing more than all those things. And uh, we're doing it with way, way less sweetener and no artificial ingredients and using just monk fruit for our sweetener instead. Yeah, it's a pretty, they're both very tasty. I enjoyed them. I think that you've got, uh, you've got something here. It's just a matter of getting out there and getting it going, right? In terms of ramping up marketing, is it a social play? Is it trying to do digital ads and trying to support the in-store environment? Yeah, it's definitely a social play right now. That's where we're putting most of our time and effort in. And uh, at the same time, it's about uh, also just being out and having, you know, being in spots where people are looking. Uh, one, a cool thing that we actually just had was Juni was named the 38, number 38 brand in the world on dyeline.com. So, you know, we got so a little bit of a little bit of traffic from that. And it's just making sure we're out there all the time. When you think about being out there and putting marketing plans together, how do you pull people through on social? Like you can have a beautiful can, you can have a good story, you can have the right followers, but do you have any sense of how that pulls through and translates into a store transaction? Well, at least for engagement online, I think we're finding that authenticity is so important right now. And we're also trying to not, we're trying to not market. In essence, we're trying to just communicate with our consumer and and more share, <laughs> if that makes sense. And and so instead of you know shoving our products down the throat all the time, we're talking about art we really like. We're talking about music that we really like. Here's a playlist. Check this out. And so if you're part of people's everyday life without trying to trying to force that sale, I feel like that that allows you to be more part of their world and 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 on their mind when they're in the store. Which was sort of the magic with Oatly, wasn't it? It was like the non-brand almost. Yeah. Well, with beautiful packaging. <laughs> yes. And he did a, I don't, was it the Academy Awards or was it the Super Bowl? It was the Super Bowl. Super Bowl yeah. 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 Where he just had this weird commercial of him sitting in a field. Yeah. Very impactful, I thought though. So are there other makers of Minnesota that you are inspired by or that you like just in terms of their brands or think they're doing clever things? There's so much going on with microbrews, at least like in product wise, I think Tattersall is outstanding. They they are just doing such a good job and their products are phenomenal. There's a lot of cool kombuchas out there going on. You know, there's there's so many cool things going on, but I'm also interested in other stuff. There's a place in Duluth, Hemlock's Leather, that's doing custom made shoes. Like there's so many cool creative people in Minnesota. We're pretty lucky. I've never heard of Hemlock's Leather. So thanks. Oh, for the man. Tip. You got it. I I uh, I've just got turned on to a cider company up there called Wild State Cider that I'm just crazy about. Okay, so yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> and Duluth Cider Company also has this strawberry basil cider. I think it's called Trailside. It's phenomenal. Oh, okay. Yeah, which and we have our call is strawberry basil. So I was super excited when I saw that on the shelf too. All right. Well, it's been great to chat with you. I'll look forward to running into your brand this spring and summer as we get more out and about. Absolutely. Yeah. Chirp and Junie, and we can find them on, where's your website at Friendship Beverage? Friendshipbeverage.com or drinkjuni.com and drinkchirp.com.
And then same on Instagram. Oh, sorry. J-U-N-I. That's what I thought. Okay. Awesome. Because I want people to be able to find your products and give them a shout. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye.